1: Dude, how
0: you doing, bro? Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 7.1 and live streaming all over the earth at I'm Jason Matheson, Alexis, and Dawn are off. Filling in today, say good morning to good morning, Grant. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm
0: well, and over there on the board, it's Mike. Good morning, Mike.
1: Good morning, Jason. How's it going? And
0: good, and good morning to all of you. This Friday, August nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Black Cow Root Beer Float Day. Welcome to International Bow Day. Welcome to International Orangutan Day. Welcome to International taqua Jar Jar Binks Day. Welcome to Please Don't Do That. Welcome to National Aviation Day. Welcome to National Hot and Spicy Food Day. Welcome to National Kool Aid Day. Welcome to National Men's Grooming Day. So please mike groom today welcome to national potato day welcome to sandcastle and sculpture day welcome to national soft ice cream day welcome to humanitarian day welcome to world photo day and welcome i'm exhausted (laughs) and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee
1: this is excuse
0: me a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee coffee
1: has your coffee, Your cup of coffee. How has your coffee? Your cup of coffee.
0: Oh, yes, even the Dude Show edition of Jason and Alexis in the morning. We raise our glass at the top of the show. We say cheers to all of you. And we ask, how the hell is your coffee? Grant, you don't drink coffee, but how the hell is whatever you're drinking? My
1: Coke Zero is full of my caffeine that I need, but it is appreciative. It is happy to be here. And it is, again, thankful for the opportunity again, Jason. And we're excited to finalize this last edition of the Dude Day. But how is your coffee, Jason?
0: My coffee... I got to tell you, it's sad today. Very sad that I'm saying goodbye to the dudes. I'm saying goodbye to, uh, to Mike. I'm saying goodbye to Grant. And I'm also sad that this is my final cup of Starbucks from my Eden Prairie Starbucks for about a month, month oh. and a half. Oh, wow. Because the store is undergoing remodeling. Mm. So I had to say goodbye to my friends. No. I, I was very, very sad. Because we all know they're telling me it's going to be three weeks. But as I have recently learned with my bathroom construction, (laughs) everyone involved are liars. They're, they're, They're lying to you. It's not going to be a month. You're going to have to add like three weeks to that. Yeah. I know this well. Mhm. I know this well. Is
1: this the uh Starbucks right by McDonald's there right over in Eden Prairie? Are they redoing no, that one? No, it's
0: good good uh Eden Prairie Ness. No, that's the other one. Okay. This is the one by the home uh, by Menards mm. uh by Lunds and Byerly's. Yep. yep yeah. Oh
1: yeah.
0: A, there's a new Chase bank going up uh, right there next to it. But anyway, yeah, this is the drive-through one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, my buddies Angela and Corey, uh they're there. Angela is the one I'll never forget this grant and uh, the six o'clock friends, our one friends know the story. Well, Angela is one of the managers and I love her. So I love her so much. And my love for her grew by leaps and bounds one morning where, uh, when I pulled up to the drive-thru box and there were pylons uh, blocking, you know, the, the drive-thru driveway, and they, and they, I guess they put the, the, the pylons up at closing time. Okay. And then uh, whoever closed, obviously, or whoever opened, they forgot, one of our staff members forgot to pull the pylons <laughs> to allow for the drive-through traffic. Well, my friend Angela was not having a good day. Okay. <laughs> because not only were the pylons not taken down, but then... You know the you know the drive through boards, whether it's McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever the the, the illuminated uh, drive throughs and the menu signs. Yes. Well, Starbucks corporate sends stores into for certain varieties of these signs, kind of like layovers, okay. seasonal layovers that allegedly stick perfectly, stick perfectly <laughs> to said illuminated light box.
1: Yes, supposed to. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm. My car, because I don't want to ride up. You know, I don't want to park. I don't want to park right by the pylon. That's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I keep a distance from the driveway, and I'm the first car in line. And I see Angela storming out of the of the Starbucks like <laughs> like Wilma <laughs> Flintstone. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like, know, just... storming out. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you know, she's upset. Got the now, body
1: language, arms flaring. The body
0: language is going. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's storming. Storming over to the, the drive thru, and she picks up this. Was my favorite, and I, I never do this justice, but just hang with me here. She walks over and she takes the pylons, and like she Hulk, <laughs> she just throws them like just what one in one hand, Grant, one in the other. Yes, she, ugh, ugh, and she throws them. And then she notices that the stupid seasonal board that start that corporate has sent her isn't sticking to her drive thru sign. So then she's over there trying to stick this damn thing up for, I don't know, the mocha chocolate or something that, you know, some, some seasonal crap that's loaded with sugar that, that Starbucks is selling. So she walks over to the, uh, she's now thrown the pylons basically over to Lund's (laughs) she's thrown those. So now she's trying to get this damn sign up on the thing and it's not sticking. It's not doing what corporate said it's going to do. And then she just, she, she's trying it for about 30 seconds. And then she just throws that across the parking lot.
1: Screw <laughs> it. I'm and over I it.
0: just and I looked at her and I just, I just thought, that's my woman. That's yep. my woman's. I love her. And we've been besties ever since. And that's she's cool. uh Yeah. And Starbucks, you're lucky to have her. She's she's great with guests. I've watched her, that whole team over there. They're putting up with people really early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We're irritable. Mm-hmm. We just want our coffee. We're barely awake. Mm-hmm. And she always serves us uh, with a smile. So Angela, okay, this bud's for you, <laughs> my, buds little, for you. my little pylon thrower. Love I love it. you. Oh God, she was she was like She Hulk.
1: Well, I'm gonna have hysterical. to go check this one out when, hopefully, in a month, hopefully when it's finished, and I'll have to meet this Angela. I'm always yeah. over in that area, and and oh, okay. uh, yeah, because Lily worked. For a while, now she's a nurse at North Memorial, but she was over at AVES right across from Fox 9, right behind oh, the yes. station there. So we I used know to it well. we used to go over there and I would go get all the girls at AVES, a bunch of, you know, well, now it's Blue Pearl, but I would get them coffee and that I would kind of head over to that one by McDonald's, but I'm going to have to try Angela's. She seems like quite the boss.
0: She's, yeah, so if you're ever over, my talkers, all of you on Highway 100 right now listening, if you're ever in the Eden Prairie area, go to that Starbucks by the Lunds, the drive through one and say hello to Angela yeah. and ask her, just ask her, where are the pylons? Where's <laughs> where are the orange pylons? Jason
1: said to ask for the, ask where the pylons.
0: Where, the, are. where are the pylons? <laughs> can you throw a pylon? Just have her. It's, it's a cool circus trick for the kids. Just have her go out in the parking lot and throw pylons. The kids will love it. <laughs> yes. Just have her, Angela. Can you? I know you're busy. Can you step by here and throw a pylon for me? Oh, that's but awesome. Anyway, she's great. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna miss her. Okay, so in honor of our final dude extravaganza, because uh, uh, Grant. Has left his home. He fleed his homeland. <laughs> yes. He's a little... He's a low-J refugee. He's yes. over here. He fleed his homeland. And uh, he was nice enough to help us out this week. Because if you spin the dial and you listen to the the broadcast day, um, it's been a hodgepodge over the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna, you know, Skippy, Skippy's there like a day a week. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Kalina Bradley... Uh, Colleen and Bradley One or both of them have been sick And Colleen had some vacation My, my point being is it's We're in dire straits <laughs> yes. Dire straits over yes. here Yes, Grant was nice enough to come over here And Mike who's new There's nothing worse I've said this before There's In this occupation There are few things Few things worse than coming into an established show And trying to learn all the bells and whistles Of that show and especially this monstrosity because we're like Pee Wee's Playhouse over here. So there's a lot of things to know and, and uh, uh, I'm particular. And so, Mike, you've done such yes. a – if I haven't told you before, I'm going to say it a couple times that you've done a great job. I and, I gra- that. and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's not easy no. coming into a show like this. So thank you very much. Thank I really you. do appreciate it. In honor of the Dude Extravaganza, uh, since we are the Pee Wee's Playhouse, Lex and I started, before Lori and Julia even knew what a a sound effect was, or a, we call them drops here in the business, Lori and Julia didn't even know what drops were. Lex and I, when we started the show, we were playing all these sound effects, and, well, again, they're called drops, uh, little little uh, audio sweeteners. And uh, we've we've done it from day one. And so in honor of that, we used to end the show... And I've, I just remembered this uh, about an hour ago. Lex and I used to end the show with fireworks music, um, like uh, like a you know Fourth of July music, and we used to play fireworks sound effects. And then Alexis, the last thirty seconds of our show was me pressing as many buttons as I could, (laughs) random sound effects, random drops for 30 seconds. That's fine. I mean, it was just a hodgepodge. It could be Oprah. It could be Jeff Bridges. (laughs) It could be whatever. I could press one after the other on the button bar. That's what it's called. Uh, We used to end the show with sound effects, fireworks, extravaganza. (laughs) Well, in honor of the dude show today, uh, I have... I have that for us. Yes. I have that for us. So we're going to do that when we come back. I have a little collection of people saying dudes. Okay. I have a collection of just random, random TV and movie characters saying the word dude. All right. So we'll do that. Yep. Uh, In honor of you guys, in honor of you two. And then what is quiet quitting? Quiet quitting. You're going to hear this term a lot lately. What is it? Why is it trending? Okay. You're going to find out when we come back. Stay with us. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Good morning, everyone. It's Jace for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. I am a Nutrisource uh, family. We are a Nutrisource family. Thank goodness. I love the fact. I'm proud of the fact that Nutrisource is based here in Minnesota, employing hundreds of Minnesotans. So when you make the switch, to NutriSource, you're not only helping your dog, because it really is the best you can do for your dog uh, food-wise, but you're also keeping your money here. And now more than ever, you know, we all love to do that. It's not just trendy, it's the it's the right thing to do. So let me talk about the, the why it's good for your dog. No matter what size, shape, breed, age your dog is, there's a NutriSource formula for them. For instance, I have a picky eater in my house. So I love that Nutrisource has Kombucha, a bone broth food topper that you pour over your dog's food. So make the switch, become a Nutrisource family. Buy Nutrisource at NutrisourcePetfoods.com. Hey everyone, this sucks. Being here sucks.
1: This work sucks. Well, we don't want to work. I uh, I don't like my job, and I'm just gonna stop going. I want to quit. I'll quit <laughs> my job. Do you want me to quit? And she should quit. My job sucked. I quit. I quit. This job and
0: shove. Take this job and shove it. You can't fire me, I quit. I don't need to work. What about money? Ladies and gentlemen, it is quitting time. That's right. Quiet quitting time. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, dude edition. I'm Jason, with Grant and Mike filling in for Alexis and Dawn. Uh Dawn will be back on Monday, and the whole show will be uh, uh full power I on can. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh quiet quitting. Quitting now. Before I mentioned it to you, Grant, a few minutes ago, had you ever heard of this? Um, no, actually, never heard the term before. Um, yeah, no. Well, well, you're going to hear it a lot because there's a New York Times article about it. It's been trending on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So what it is is, it's young folk. It's it's the younger generation. Which oh god, I sound so old saying this. <laughs> You're not saying the younger generation anyway, but but it is, it's youngins. Mm -hmm. It's youngins who do not cherish or have this obsession with career like subsequent generations, like mine. Mm -hmm. I think mine is kind of the last Gen Gen Xers. Mm -hmm. We're kind of the last one, the last generation that were raised with this very American culture that Career is everything, and we need to work, 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 work. Well, Gen Zers, and this was sped up by the pandemic, according to researchers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, career doesn't mean as much. So quiet quitting. Mm-hmm.
1: Quiet-
0: I quitting is when youngins at their current job do only the bare minimum. <laughs> like if they are working till five, <laughs> yeah, they quite literally at like it's at the Flintstones. Drop. When when Fred's boss would pull the bird's uh, <laughs> tail, yeah, and then Fred was uh, got the hell out of there. Yep, drop that's the ba- out. That's right. That's basically. So it's not so much quitting completely, but quiet quitting is when you do the bare minimum Minimum. of what you're expected to do. Mm -hmm. You do not take phone calls after your, you don't, you don't look, you don't even look at emails past work hours. Uh -uh. If somebody calls you, you do not return that call and you barely, you barely do enough to get by, you you do just enough to get by. There's you know you don't go you know the phrase above
1: and beyond. Yeah, that you do not do that. That idea has lost in yeah. the last generation for sure. What,
0: what do you think of this? A, do you see this? Do you feel it? Not uh, so much around our building, but
1: no. But yes, I definitely noticed it. I used to run a smaller business prior to coming here, and yes, I experienced it in that it was hard to get them to engage or even want to be there, let alone work. Um, But I can see this with this generation because I get the idea of it. Now, from what I read here too, part of it is, you know, like you said, not making work everything and focusing more on life. Now I get the idea of that. Like, yes, you want to have a good work life balance, but I do not agree with the idea of when you're at work, you need to put that extra, especially in our business. And I was just talking to Mike about this. Like when I first started in radio, You know, when I was getting trained in here, I would come in early, stay late, practice, even though I wasn't getting, I mean, technically, you know, I wasn't getting paid because I wanted to get faster at it so that I could get the job, get more Mm -hmm. opportunities to work. And I was, I knew that that's what it took. That I don't see all the time anymore. Not here, but I don't see that all the time anymore. And I was just literally having this conversation with Mike before the show started because.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: You know, he's got this family event this weekend and I was talking. I'm like, hey, if that ever comes up around here, you know, and you've got to work on a weekend or something, let me know. Because I would love to help fill in. We've got to have a good life balance here. You've got to have the ability to go see your family, do your stuff. But this is your job, too. So I completely see why kids are doing this i don't agree with it and um yeah it's terrible to hear that that's how they're doing it because but everybody's so short-staffed right now yeah what are you gonna do like tell them to leave and then find another person who's gonna work less or even less than the person before that it is it's one of those things where
0: I, i i said this about i always say this about my um my core my core friend group growing up who I'm very blessed. They're still my friends. I'm actually getting ready to spend a weekend with them in about nice. a month. But my, my high school five, I never knew how odd it was until many, many years later uh, that I always knew what I was going to do. I always knew what I was meant to do. I am not a religious person, but I do believe that everything kind of happens for a reason in the yeah. universe. Yep. A higher power, whatever you want to call it. I'm but I believe, you yeah. the, I believe the universe works as the universe is supposed to work. Absolutely. I, I bring this up because I always knew what I was going to do, even as a kid. So the, the concept of what's your major, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my friends kind of vacillating and not knowing mm-hmm. I could not wrap my brain around that. Like that concept of not knowing what you wanted to do, I didn't understand that, and I didn't realize how rare that was. I say that, I bring that up because this concept of of just doing enough, I can't wrap my brain around because that's not how, yeah, Gen X. That's not how we were raised. Alexis and I talk about this a lot. Like you, Grant, I think it's one of the reasons. I know, it's not a thing. I know it's one of the reasons why I, re- you know, Kenny knows this. He's listening. I respect broadcasters, broadcasters, not I respect broadcasters. And I think that you are a broadcaster and you, you worked hard to get here. You, what you just said, Alexis did. Mm -hmm. I did. You put in the hours because you're passionate about
1: it. Yeah. I love this. This is what I always wanted to do.
0: Yeah. It's not a job per se. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a dream. It's a career. Yes, it is. And I, and I think it's not right or wrong. I just don't think the career matters as much to a large block of mm-hmm. the younger generation. You're right. I think that's part of it, too. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break. Probably more on this. We didn't even yeah. We're up against a forced break here, so let's take a break. Go get some more OJ, some more Tang, <laughs> an English muffin, and uh, the Dude Show continues right after this. Stay with us. Livia has helped thousands of people lose weight and change their lives for the better. Hi, it's Dawn McLean with my talk. I'm one of those people. I have been on the Livia program and maintained my weight loss uh, for three years now. I lost a total of 30 pounds. It's been awesome for me. And one of the best things about losing weight with the Livia program is that you keep the weight off. Also, health-wise, oh my gosh, you go into the doctor, all of your numbers are different for the better. And... Any injuries that you have whenever you're heavy, oh my gosh, your knees hurt more. You know the deal. So call Livia today. Get healthier. Right now, you can get this great special. Tell them about it, Steve. Thanks, Don. Yes, there are so many reasons to love Livia Weight Control Centers, and here's one more. It's Livia's exclusive end-of-summer anniversary offer, and right now, you can join the program for 50% off. Call 855 golivia or visit L-I-V-E-A Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment everything dude uh oh, dude lame I'm Jace with Lex not here Don not here filling in today is Grant and Mike it is the dude show uh the season finale by the way of the dude show <laughs> That's right it yes. wraps up today Hey uh we're talking about the trend quiet quitting which I I don't even know if I love that I don't know if I love that term. I don't know if it really describes what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. And what it is, is, is folks not, I mean, it's not just Gen Zers or millennials, but it's just folks doing no more than they have to at their jobs. They're not going above and beyond. They're not, in some cases, not even trying for small E excellence. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're just they clock in and then they leave. We're getting, and I knew we would, that's why I was excited to talk about this. We're getting you got mail. Some, uh, some reaction. Panda. Hey girl. Panda writes to us, what Hey is? Jace. I hate the term quiet quitting. I see it more as only doing the work you're being paid for. Yes. I'm a team lead, but I leave notifications off on my phone. I stressed and burned myself out in 2020 trying to work my butt off. I work hard, but I don't burn out anymore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I said, you know, in, in setting the table for this conversation, the pandemic, like a lot of things, expedited and 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 fast-tracked this concept. Yes. Because there really was a reconfiguration. There was a recalibration for so many of us. Alexis my uh, talked talks about it quite openly. There was a recalibration of what matters to people. Mm -hmm. Some of that has kind of washed away, uh, but I, I think the pandemic absolutely sped this up for a lot of folks. Kay Marie writes, Hey, Kay Marie, as a millennial who recently figured out they struggle finding value in themselves outside of work ethic and accomplishments. I have a new appreciation for simply meeting expectations doesn't mean something. Doesn't mean sometimes giving more. Just not how value is ingrained. Mm-hmm. I get that absolutely. Yeah. I just again. I try to walk that tightrope of doing doing enough because it makes me feel good. Yeah. But also, you know, you do the 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 downside to how we were raised is. And it kind of goes to what Kay Marie just said. The downside to how we were raised is making sure that your whole identity, your whole value system Mm -hmm. isn't wrapped up in your career. Yeah. You know, my worth, your value to yourself. Because I, And especially at a job like this, you know what I mean? It's hard not to. Yeah, when people are telling you how great you are or, in our case, how much we suck. um, (laughs) You do not. but it's hard not to be so defined yep by your job yes you know you better make sure that you're a good person if 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 that is all stripped away so i i believe me it's 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 therapy. It's one of the things I think about.
1: Yeah, and we were, like you said, that's how, how we were raised. That's what we saw our parents do. You know, it yes. was just, it was, you know, nothing but, you know, mom working. My my parents ran a business together. They worked night and day together. They worked their butts off. They never, you know, when they had free time, they had free time. And it was very rare, right? And and it was, but it was really cool to see them put their life and to have this business that they had and do all that hard work. And that, you know, that portrayed, in, that came down into me because I worked for them, worked for that business. Got to experience that. But what I'm kind of thinking, and when you said with the pandemic, and Mike and I were talking about this during the break too, and we've seen this on TikTok a few times. Some of these, this may be in response. And I'm in, you know, stop me if I'm wrong here, because some of these, you know, when the pandemic hit, and right now with staffing, a lot of people don't have the people they need or lost the people that they had. So other duties have been put on to other workers without potential maybe pay increases and they're expected to do more without having any more um, you know money i compensation. guess compensation now not saying that's all the case here would that apply to this now would you, if someone came to you and said hey you're going to not double your job but you know 25% more increase with no extra pay and we're going to expect you to get it done in the same amount of time is that fair would that be a way then to quietly quit and just do what you're supposed your job is supposed to be
0: yes Yes and yes. Okay. Yeah. I uh, you're abs it's a good observation from the two of you because I that did happen. It does happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just being I'm not Yeah, no. I'm not going to lie. It's happened here. Yes. It's happened at the FOX. Um it's happened everywhere. I mean, my crew at the Jason show, they do multiple, you know, Everyone does multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and over here as well. I mean, uh, it's so, yeah, that has happened. And I'm sure
1: that has had an effect. But you're used <laughs> to doing multiple jobs, right, Jason? See, I'm no, like, see and, and I. That's what, one of the, that's what yeah. you were raised to do. That's how you yep. are. That's how you're you're kind of built is just take on everything you can because you constantly want to get better and do better. And I think that's the difference between, like you said earlier, our generation, and the other ones, the other ones don't want to take on all those extra jobs. To get to that spot they need to be, to get to well, the career path they want to have.
0: And Monica has you've a you've got mail. Monica tweeted a comment that is, connects all this, and it's a good perspective too. Monica writes to us as a millennial. I think our generation saw the grind that the Zer, that that the boomers and X generation X did, mm-hmm. and the effect that it had on home life. Yes. My perspective totally changed during COVID priority shifted. Yeah, Monica. Absolutely. Great point. I I saw it with my mom. My dad was a truck driver. Um, and then my mom owned her own business and that's just what you did. Now I will tell you, you know, the shift, the shift generationally from my parents to me. So they would be baby boomers. I guess my mom would be, uh, hippies, those damn hippies. Um, (laughs) and then me, I think our shift was, and the audience I can see you probably nodding your head in about five seconds, to those generations, a job was a job. Mm-hmm. you didn't enjoy it. it wasn't a passion. You didn't hear people talk about what's your passion? good point what's your so the change from my generation was the quest to do something that you love, yeah, and I don't mean to make a joke because I really do mean this because it's a quote that always sticks out. Uh, 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 for me, from Oprah, I'm the Oprah generation. Oprah always said, "Find something that you love to do and figure out a way to get paid for it." And if you do that, you'll never work a day in your life. Ain't that the truth? And I gotta tell you, thank yeah. That's that is. I just realized that that. So this is the shift between us and the millennials. My shift was, you know, my dad and his dad, my papa. They didn't enjoy work. They worked to keep food on the table. Yeah, you're very right. We were the generation that we wanted to find something we were passionate about. Yes. I think this is just the next evolution as far as work-life balance. And I will tell you, I see this firsthand. You know, Colin just recently shifted jobs. Okay. And not that he, A, didn't enjoy the six years he was in restaurant and and, and hotel uh, marketing yeah, He did a great job. I mean, I, I, I said it before anybody ever really knew he was, uh, you know, he'd had a new job. Any firm, and I'm, I am biased, any firm would be lucky to have my husband because oh, yeah. I've, he is so damn organized and he works his ass off. And I, as his husband, and this speaks to the work-life balance thing, I would see on every, even on vacation... Even we would be. I'm not kidding, grand, This used to drive me. It used to oh, make me. It drove. It, dro- it <sighs> made me. Uh, uh, anyway, Couldn't if put- only his clients knew and appreciated <laughs> him. Um, but don't get me started on that. Hashtag a little bitter. But um, his clients wouldn't see the fact that we would be in the middle of a vacation. Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't have to, yeah, he would immediately stop. Many times we'd be walking in the dam. We'd be in Magic Kingdom, girl. Oh, we'd no. be in Magic Kingdom. And, just, and he would stop and walk to the side and answer an email immediately. And sometimes I would say to him, you know, Kyle, you don't have to do that immediately. Yeah. Because the burger place can wait.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the lobster place can wait. And if they can't, I mean, it's just lobster. Yeah. It's just French fries. Mm-hmm. It's just brunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, uh, you're on vacation and you have a right to enjoy that. Yes. Um. So in that way i do see and i actually tip my hat to y'all to you to the millennials because i see it with my millennial husband and it and it hurt me because i wanted him to be
1: able to enjoy himself yeah no that's the hardest part is that separation Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's the hardest thing is putting that phone down and telling yourself it's okay but like you said some of us are wired differently now. This yep. new. I don't like the the quiet quitting. I would say it's more. I don't like that. I don't man. like that because you're not quitting. You're just no, not. You're not over. You're not. Oh, Mike's got something. Mike, Mike, we yeah. actually
0: got a caller in, and they said uh, this term's actually been around for a while. It's retired in place, and there's the generation, oh. you know, Z and the, and young millennials might be calling it quiet quitting, but retired in place is something that's been happening for a long time. Where you just do the bare minimum at a certain point in your career, just to oh. ride it out to the rest of it. There so, you go. Yeah. Well, uh, attention. Uh, Dan and Amy, and my boss is over here, effective immediately. (laughs) I'm retired in place. I'm I'm retired in place.
1: Lori and Julia know what that's like a
0: little bit. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ah!
1: Love you, girls. Love
0: you, girls. Oh, shot across the bow. I'm going to hear that later. Oh, that is going to be Oh, Girl, please. They haven't seen 6 a.m. since 1986. (laughs) They're not listening to this show. Come on. The managers don't listen to the show. You think Lori and Julie are listening? Nope, nope, no, that's true. Programming starts at 9 a.m.
1: And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. <laughs> And a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show.
0: That's right, and we're damn proud of our mediocre radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. Everything entertainment, everything Jeff Bridges, I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, Duder or uh, you El, know, El Duderino, Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. That's right. It is, the, it is the dude show today. The season finale of the dude show, Grant. Good morning, Grant. And uh, good morning, Mike. Uh, filling in for good morning, Alexis. And good morning, Dawn. So there we go. I'm still laughing. It just brings me, I know I'm pathetic, but it just brings me so much joy um saying good morning grant i'm
1: gonna watch it this weekend
0: i am please wait because it's a reference my talkers if you missed uh monday or tuesday whenever we talked about it Mm -hmm. good morning grant was a tv show in the movie reality bites john mahoney played this obnoxious over the top morning show (laughs) morning talk show and he's good morning it was so damn cheesy oh i can't wait and every time I say good morning, Grant, it reminds me of Reality Bites. And speaking of the generations, that's generationally a touchstone movie for Xers. Um, Winona Ryder was in it. Ben Stiller wrote and directed it and uh-huh. starred in it. Mm. And Ethan Hawke and Janine Garofalo. So touchstone. Love it. Yeah. Welcome back. Um, Grant, Mike, let me ask you guys a question. And this is for the audience at large. So please play at home in your car. Let me just, it's not so much a question. Let me give you a scenario. You walk into a shopping mall, okay? And you, you're walking around and you see the gap, or as we call it in my community, gay and proud.
1: <laughs> you, you, walk, <laughs> you, you see the
0: gap. You see that.
1: Oh, that's great. I the, had never picked up on that one. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. You,
0: you see the navy blue logo, it's very familiar. And you walk in, you're like, oh, I need a t shirt. <laughs> I need some, I need some pleated khakis. I'm gonna go into the gap. <sighs> and you walk in there, and right in the front of the store, you see three what looks like three giant hefty bags <laughs> filled with clothes. Grant, off the top of your head, what is your reaction? They are restocking the shelves, Mike. Yeah, jeez, somebody uh, came in and 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 left their belongings there or something. I don't know. After trying to find, <laughs> okay. I don't know what else it'd be. Okay, well, what it is is Kanye West's oh easy yes. clothes. Huh. Not shocking. Um, <laughs> the the word on the street is, and I hate that phrase, but here's the story. You've seen this. It was all over. I kept seeing it. Every entertainment side had this. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, so Kanye has this deal with the Gap, which, by the way, that by itself is hysterical to me. But anyway, <laughs> so Kanye walks in, I guess, to secret shoppers or something. Can you imagine Kanye as a secret shopper? Oh, but anyway, yeah. I digress. That would be. So <laughs> Kanye walks into the Gap, and he sees that his clothes, the clothes. Are Hanging on hangers. Oh, for God forbid. Yeah, I mean, the travesty <laughs> of that. The travesty. The concept. Of that. It just baffles. Why
1: would you even do that?
0: And he freaked out. <laughs> freaked out. So, this is how he wants them displayed in giant sacks. I hate that word. Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can get them all wrinkled up, you know, just might as well. Don't worry about it. Just buy it wrinkled because it's going to get wrinkled eventually. And, you know, let's just go away from what Gap usually looks like clean, proper, very, you know, not not a lot of loud things going on. They're very, you know, tamed in their colors. I feel like, you know, they're always clean stores. And then let's just plop three big, hefty, garbage looking bags under a rug in the middle of the store and you can just dig through it.
0: Wow. Kanye does not understand. He does not understand the pushback.
1: No. Now, look,
0: I do agree with him. He is a creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think he should have to apologize. I'm no. with him on this. I can't believe I've, I've, but he's like, I'm not. I don't need to apologize for my vision. I agree with him. Yeah, I, right. I, w- Hey, they hired him. You're right. They when they hire Kanye, they get Kanye, and if that means. <laughs> if that means the sweatshirts are in a hefty bag that's what you get yeah you can't you can't blame Kanye nope that's his vision you may not like it yeah. and I cannot believe I'm sitting here. On Friday, August 19th, defending that Kanye. Was. but <laughs> This is fun. But for the people wanting him to apologize, I think that apologize, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's not necessary. I'm sick and tired of people being forced to apologize with uh, Me too. I don't even... Oh, God. No. Nope. Yeah. The Yeah. The no. tours. yeah. No.
0: yeah. Nope. No, and it had no, 90% no.
1: of the time it's not even real. So why make him do it?
0: No. But... And again, people make mistakes. Ex- God forbid. Ex- anyway.
1: God forbid. Exactly. We make a mistake. But you're right. I just... I think it's yeah you're right I don't think he should apologize I just think it's a weird look for Gap um it's just totally outside of their yeah. marketing um you know v- not view but look and it's just uh, but yeah you know the, he said he's going after what a homeless he did he, he wants to give this homeless feel to this is that true yeah.
0: and yeah and that's not don't write Grant that's not Grant's words that's coming from the the marketing media. people don't yeah. don't, don't, thank don't you. email thank you. us for the love of Pete Yes thank um, you yeah yeah because Again, that's where I... That's problem, not problem. That's where I'm stuck right off the bat. Gap, this, this seems like a weird marriage. This seems like a really weird marriage. Yeah. Because Gap folds everything. They
1: fold... It's the neatest, tightest... Jock straps. Yes. I
0: mean, if they had jock straps at Gap, they would fold them. Mm-hmm. They fold everything. Again, there's a great scene in Reality Bites where Janine Garofalo <laughs> works at the Gap. And she she's showing like how monotonous it is and how tedious it is to fold everything just the right way. But anyway, I don't know. Take a look at the pictures online. It's you got to see it to believe it. But if you don't like it, just don't buy it. Mm -hmm. Just don't buy it. Exactly. Hey guys, check out listener rewards this month. Get tickets to the Minnesota Children's Museum or the fair. Win a $200 gift card to Kowalski markets. We love Kowalski's around here. Get those biscuits there. Plus gift cards to Green Mill, Starbucks, and more. Sign up for Listener Rewards on our website. Coming up, a very special edition of the Best of Birthday Pranks. Boy, have I pulled a good one. Plus, a new documentary about Diana I'll review next.